0: Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Ruby. And this is our podcast called A Life Crisis. This week we'll be talking all things travel. We'll be giving you our travel tips, chatting about how to prioritise travel in your 20s and why you should definitely just run away from all your problems by travelling overseas.
1: Let's get into it. Alrighty, Rach, should we start off at the episode, as always, with our win and our crisis of the week? It's been a little while, so we've got a lot to, a lot, to catch up on.
0: Yeah, it's been like,
1: what did we say, a month? Yeah, like a month since we've done our last episode. Sorry to our fans out there. We've been um keeping you... Hanging. What, hanging, hangin', that's the one. We've been keeping you... I really kept you hanging with thinking of that word. Um, We've been... Well, we were overseas in Bali, obviously, and then we have both been sick. Um, So I apologize as well because I think you can hear it in my voice still a little bit. So apologies for the raspiness today.
0: <laughs> yeah, my ba- Bali was fun. That was going to be my win, but we'll go into that later. But I thought about what I've been enjoying at the moment, and I'm just loving that Christmas is soon because I love Christmas. Like, I love, love, love Christmas. I love Christmas ads. I love Christmas decorations. I love Christmas products. And yeah, it's like fun going to Coles and there's like Christmas stuff around. And my office has like a big Christmas tree up and I was like, oh, yes. So yeah, I think that's like a win. It is a fun vibe. Yeah. My crisis, I've had many, um, but this is like not relatable to anyone, I think. But (laughs) my crisis is that Mingus, my cat, is, like, growing up, and it's so sad. (laughs) Maybe any mothers listening could relate. (laughs) Any parents? Yeah, Yeah, any parents (laughs) we know. But, like, so I got back from Bali, and I was worried because when I got back from Sydney, which was the last trip I did, Mingus kind of, like, ghosted me. And, like, he kind of ignored me and gave me the cold shoulder, which is very unlike him. He's a very clingy cat, so he's kind of like a puppy. But he was just sort of, like, not paying attention to me. And I was like, oh, okay. But he got over it. But this is come back from Bali. I've just noticed that he's been, like, a lot more mature. Because, like, normally he was, I think he was younger, he's, like, super-duper clingy, like, has to, like, sit on you. He'd follow you around the house. He'd greet you at the door. And, like, sometimes it was annoying when he'd always sit on me, like, when I'm trying to work. But now he doesn't do that. I'm like, oh, man. Now that it's gone,
1: you want it back?
0: A little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like I took it for granted. But, yeah, now he's, like more independent which I guess is good and normal for a cat but I'm like oh I missed a little kitten Aww. so do I get another kitten <laughs> no Rachel you cannot keep any kittens forever that is th- very unsustainable I think if I just get a kitten
1: once a year it's fine Rachel <laughs> giving crazy cat lady energy <laughs> big time like after a year you will be a crazy cat lady <laughs> oh okay a so well, little brood of cats <laughs> following you around like, Jesus. you can't stop me <laughs> I know I can't
0: but um <laughs> you do you, you. <laughs> yeah, so, as I say not relatable um what was my other crisis oh I'm just depressed which is fine <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know a minor crisis well, I came back from Bali and I was just so violently ill. But the good thing about being sick, because I didn't have to go back to work, I kind of got to just like all my responsibilities and like lie in bed. I mean, I was sick, but you know when you're like getting better from sick, but you're still not 100% so you can still just mm. kind of like do nothing. Yeah. That was good. But I had to go back to work and that was lame. And then I had to like go back to buying groceries and cleaning and cooking and being an adult. And that also is really lame. Um, And I was like, oh, I have nothing to look forward to now. I don't have any trips. But then I realized that I can just do things for myself. I've said that I am the architect of my own life and it's up to me to make my life interesting. I think that's a good reminder. Yeah, that's okay. Yes. All right. Ruby, tell us. Spill the tea. What's going on?
1: Um, I feel like my win, I just have been doing a lot of fun things recently. Um, We went to Bali, which was great. I went on this volcano trip weekend, which... Sounds really random, but basically, my dad's really into volcanoes, and so he took like 20 of us on a trip of like volcanoes of Western Victoria and South Australia this time. We did it last year in Western Victoria, and this year we added South Australia on. So, I you went all the way to South Australia? Yeah, I went to South oh, wow. Australia. We went to Mount Gambia. It was so fun. Um, we like went to a lot of wineries, it was lovely. Do you know in South Australia they
0: call it Shiraz? Well, oh, is that because they've got, like, English accents? I don't know, but apparently
1: that's, like, not, like, in all of South Australia, Thing think. It was just in this region, all of the wineries called it Shiraz. And I was like, oh. It's a Shiraz. Yeah. Weird. Fancy. Anyway, so, so random. Anyway, that was a really fun trip. Um, looking at all the volcano things and seeing my dad. So that was nice. Um, I also just had a friend visiting for the weekend, which was lovely. And had a couple of friends' birthdays recently, so it's been fun celebrating my friends. Um, I went to Mama Mia the musical, which was so fun. I loved it. Um, had some like family visiting. So yeah, just lots of fun things going on at the moment. Like just a lot. I mean, we haven't like caught up like a month, and I have had the busiest month. Um, and also I have like in the last couple days just had like so many, I don't say so many, that sounds really up myself, but I've had like a handful of requests for people wanting to work with me for my freelancing, which like I haven't had in ages. So I'm really excited about that. Um, So yeah, all going on for me. Um, And then I guess my crisis is like, based off of that, as you can tell, I've been very busy. So my crisis is also that I've just been so chaotically busy and I've been struggling to find time to like see people also I've been sick like three times this month so I'm trying to like deal with that um just the busyness has been getting to me because yeah I've been doing all these like fun things in my personal life but then I also have to work at the same time because apparently that's what you have to do to afford mm. all these fun things so all of that um yeah anyway so it's been a really fun month but also just like enormously busy but I think things will start to slow down a little bit now um thank god but also yeah I've got all this like freelance work request so maybe it won't I don't know we'll see we'll see on the next step when we catch
0: up again (laughs) um yeah so that is my crisis and win of the week all right so this episode we are going to talk about traveling because we just came back from a trip and we're uncreative so
1: (laughs) that's what you're getting I don't think that's uncreative I think this is definitely like traveling is a big part of some people's lives in their 20s. Um, so I think it's like a fun topic to cover. And yeah, we had just have traveled. Um, I mean, our traveling was fueled by the fact that we were both having crises, which is very relevant to this podcast, you know, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, our trip was like five days. So I mean, some people go like a year traveling in their 20s. Yeah. Not me, but other people. Yeah.
1: Well, I it wasn't in my 20s, but I did four and a half months in Europe when I was 18. Um, like my gap, gap year vibes. Yeah. And then next year, I am going traveling for a significant amount of time. So hopefully, yes. this is relevant to people who are thinking about, you know, doing some travel. I mean, it can be long I think or a short lot than people travel. do. Yeah, definitely. I feel like the world is so accessible to us now, like globalization and stuff. Like it's so easy. Well, I don't want to say easy to travel because obviously there's like a lot of barriers but like we'll talk more about that soon mm. um but yeah anyway, we thought it'd be fun to talk about traveling because traveling is fun and we just did it I mean it was
0: actually a while ago now
1: but we you know we we haven't spoken about it in the pod yet so here we are
0: yeah I don't think I haven't really talked to anyone about it no because um, I was in my bed
1: yes so right do you want to start off with like the actual trip and like how you found it
0: because this is your yeah. first
1: trip overseas without your family.
0: <laughs> yes, at the age of 25. Um, yeah, it was like a bit of a big step for me, which I didn't really realise until I got there. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in a different country. Um, but, yeah, I've only been overseas like three times, which is like super lucky. Okay. Like, obviously, a lot of people don't experience that. And my overseas trips were all with my family, which meant they paid for it, so... Like yeah, I hadn't really travelled by myself, like saved up for it or anything, Um, but yeah, no, it was it was interesting. It wasn't what some bits were unexpected. Like I, I don't know the sort of like pictures you'd seen of Bali, like the resorts and the beach and everything. So I didn't realise that the streets were going to be run down, basically. I feel like I did try to warn you, but I think it's one of those things you just don't know until you
1: get there, you know? Because I was like, I was like very, uh, to you, I was like, it's not like it looks like on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. It is in some places, obviously, but like, yeah, you're right. Like the streets are definitely more run down than
0: Australia. Yeah. No, I mean, you definitely told me, but I, I don't know, I was like, oh, you know, that's fine. I've like, you know, seen places in Australia that are not well maintained, but no, it's not. Like, it is, like, a third-world country, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that was a bit of, like, a surprise. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was great. It was so easy to get around, like.
1: Yeah, because we were in there for five nights. We just stayed in, like, the same hotel for the five nights. We were just in the one area, so it was good.
0: Mm. Yeah, food was delicious, like. So yummy. Really good. My um, favourite food in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um yeah, the, it was cheap as well. The drinks were cheap. Um, it was really hot. That's probably one negative for me to how hot it was. I didn't realise. But I'm not used to humidity.
1: Oh, but our hotel had the best pool. It was
0: so nice. It was oh, yes. Sh- it was in the
1: shade, which like us really pasty bitches, we were like, hell yeah, this is ideal. Less chance of getting something.
0: Yeah, yeah. We did have a bit of a resorty holiday. So like going to the, the pool and mm. reading and... Relaxing, which that was. I really enjoyed doing that. Um, yeah, the the hotel was really nice, and yeah, the beach club was cool. I mean, we go to like a proper beach club. We went to like a beach restaurant. Oh, yeah. Where it was, like, bean bags on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Like, I've never done anything that. That was really like fun. That. Yeah, yeah, that was a good vibe. Yeah. Um, we
1: did have a few funny moments um, at the hotel. I did get locked in our bathroom at one point. Oh,
0: my God. The lock yeah. just, like,
1: broke when I was in there having a shower. And then <laughs> so Rachel, was, like, go down and get a man to come bust me out,
0: Yeah. Um, which
1: was very funny. So I was just stuck in the bathroom for a little while. Luckily, it, had, it was, like, a glass door, so it didn't feel like I was, like, fully trapped in there. But And then also, like, it was amusing to me to write, like, hello and SOS in the fog <laughs> on the glass.
0: Yeah, that was a close call. It was very...
1: <laughs> It was very funny. Um, and then the other silly thing that I did was jump in the pool with my AirPods still in my ear, but they're
0: fine. They work perfectly well still, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are funny. I've been telling people about, like, the weird-ass snorkeling tour we went on. Oh, yeah. About how we just, like, thought we'd be in a big group, but we were just by ourselves on this, like, weird private tour of the island. Yeah. People who, like, barely spoke English, we just, like, went along with it. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit a bit of a random tour. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. It was, like, an adventure, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not the best tour I've ever been, so. <laughs> no. But that's, like, one of the good things about travel, I guess, is when you have, like, no expectations or yeah. you don't do all, like, the Instagram-y things. Yeah. I think that's where you get the best stories, right?
1: Yeah, Definitely.
0: Yeah, like when you go to the, like the most Instagrammable cafe, like there's no good story out of that. You yeah. just like got some pictures. Yeah, very, so very true.
1: Um, I think as well, the other like obviously it was a great trip, but the annoying thing was is that I managed to catch a cold on the plane on the way over there and then I gave it to Rachel. So we were like had colds while we were
0: there, which was annoying. That we, was stressful. We I was too, like stressed yeah. we were get really sick.
1: We weren't too sick, thank God. Um, no, but then post Bali, what happened, Rach?
0: Oh, yeah, I mean barley thought, belly. I feel like most people listening would know. We thought we got out
1: scot-free and then it hit Rachel.
0: Yeah, I got home that night and I was just so sick. I wasn't vomiting, which was good. But, yeah, the rest of it, mm. <laughs> not pleasant. Yeah, so shit. Very <laughs> unfortunate. I really thought we made it out alive, but no. It's just bad luck, though. Like, I think I was really careful with what I ate. Yeah. I was... Also- Taking these stupid probiotics, I was washing my hands, I only ate cooked food, Yeah, and I got sick, so I don't think it's anything you can do. It's just bad luck.
1: Yeah, and I know, and I feel like the last couple of days, we'd eaten all the same food as well, so I was really confused. I was like, oh no, because I was like, oh shit, am I going to come down with it? But yeah, I was fine, but I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, people have been telling me, like, oh, it's probably the ice in the drinks, but like, what are we supposed to do? It's so hot there. You're not going to say no to a drink with ice in it. I think the places places we went to were fine, though. Like, yeah, and all this like stuff on like you know Bali tourism is like, ice is fine, regulations are in place. So I don't think it's the ice. No, I think it's just bad luck. Yeah. Anyway, it was a bit shit, but the holiday at least was nice. At least we didn't. At least you didn't get it while we were there. At least, thank God. No, that would have been horrific. Yeah. No, not good. That's why I'm telling people, just like, thank God I didn't get it there. Yeah, exactly. So
1: (gasps) I guess if you had to get it, good you got when you got back, but obviously. Wish I hadn't have got it, but Yeah. 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 Anyway, um yeah, so I guess that was like a little recap of our Bali trip, which was fun. Um we got a lot of massages too, which was oh, lovely and relaxing. That was the
0: best. Yeah. So cheap, like fifteen dollars for like a full body massage for an hour. <laughs> I was looking at like massages here and they were like a hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> they do be expensive. Why? Yeah. Yeah, so like we're talking about how I kinda everyone wants to travel. I don't know. I kinda wanna talk about how I don't like love traveling like I've never really felt a desire to like just up and go I don't know as in like a longer term trip or just anything because some people say they're like oh I need to get out of Melbourne or get out of Australia I've just like never felt that I feel a bit insecure about it sometimes because I'm like
1: what but like you were saying before how like you always want a trip to look forward to
0: yeah yeah but like a holiday
1: oh okay right
0: yeah like going on holiday
1: not like as in when you mean travel, do you mean like backpacking?
0: Oh just like you know, some people are like, oh I have to leave Australia. Like, oh I feel like better away. Okay. Yeah. I don't feel that. Yeah. Like I I don't know. For me, I'm like I really like where I like Melbourne. I've grown up here. And maybe like, I don't know, I feel like there's nowhere better to live. Mm. Oh or like like I don't know. I don't really have like a, a lot of spontaneity, I guess. And yeah, sometimes I feel like a bit um like, the minority or, like, I'm a bit not fun because a lot of people are like, oh, I just want to, like, go on a gap year or a – well, I guess gap year was never an option for me because of my family, very academic. Um, like, not going to uni was not really an option. Um, yeah, so I don't know. But then I wonder if it's just because I haven't experienced it that I'm, like – scared of it I don't know
1: I think it's fine I think like you're ma- I think you're just in a bit of a bubble where everyone that you know maybe like really likes traveling but I don't think it's like ne- necessarily like the norm I'd say there's a lot mm. of people out there who don't like traveling
0: it's all I don't like like I do really enjoy it but I you don't like the desire to run away no and I get really like I struggle being in new places like I I don't know even like moving house like I really struggle with that yeah and then if I can't sleep, I get really, like, anxious and moody. So if I'm, like, somewhere new and I'm, like, not in a comfortable bed, like, I can't really move past that. So that's kind of annoying because, like, if I'm travelling, I, like, would want to stay in a hotel and that's expensive and, like, I need, like, a lot of alone time and things like that. So for that the purpose, it feels like it doesn't work.
1: Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people yeah. would not like travelling for the same
0: reason. So Like, yeah. they like the comfort of their own bed and stuff. I like, like... Like, having a holiday look forward to. But for me, a holiday could just be, like, going to a different state even. Yeah, yeah. And staying in, like, a a hotel. Like, for me, like, the sort of adventure thing doesn't appeal to me at all. And I'm like, oh, am I, like, a boring person for that? I don't know.
1: No, not at all. I just think, once
0: again, everyone has their different interests. <laughs> oh, yeah, this whole thing is just how boring I am. But no, that's fine. you're
1: not. <laughs> no, it's fine. Everyone just has a different interest. Like, because, yeah, like, um... I guess, like, for me, like, on the opposite side of that, like, I am massively feeling, like, itchy feet, like, want to go out in Melbourne so bad, hence why I'm, like, yeah. moving overseas next year to try something new and, like, go travel and stuff. Um, but also, like, I grew up in a family where we travelled, like, heaps when we were kids. Like, we moved overseas when mm. we were kids and stuff. So I think, like, it's also, like, I think it's also, like, about how you grew up as well because, like, if you grew up doing that, then, like, you're more comfortable doing that, you know, as Never adult. did that. Yeah, exactly. So I think, it, like, it can, like that can make definitely like, a big um, impact on, like, how you feel about travelling. But, yeah, I definitely have, like, the, the itchy feet, just want to get out. Like, that, don't get me wrong, like, I love Melbourne, but I'm just like, I need to get out <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. Maybe I'll come back. We'll see. Um, I guess should we talk about like some reasons like why you should travel like why it's a fun thing to do in your 20s yeah like the benefits yeah totally yeah well the first thing i had was it's fun <laughs> well yeah absolutely yeah um and then also um not to be really cringy but you can find yourself <laughs> <laughs> like the classic thing people are like i'm gonna go to europe and find myself but like obviously in a less wanky way of saying that like the find yourself i think you can really learn a lot of things about yourself when you're travelling, but also I think it's really, like, a fun way to learn about, um, like, other cultures and stuff like that. Uh, like learn. Oh,
0: yeah, that's, like, something I love doing is, like – yeah, because I'm not really into the whole adventure stuff, but for me, like, I'd love to go see, like, the historical parts of Europe and yeah. things and, like, Japan, like, seen, we've seen some of the museums and things because I love history. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm – yeah, definitely all about that.
1: Yeah. See, that's the thing as well. I think there's so many different, like – ways of traveling so i think there's people who like they want to just go do like the historical things and like learn things and that kind of stuff which i'm like i'm happy to do a little bit of that but i don't want that to be like my whole focus and then i think there's the people who go just kind of like bum around and like live the life of like a local where they are mm. and then there's i think there's people who like you know go traveling to meet people and there's people who go traveling to party and there's people who go traveling to lie on a beach and there's people who go traveling to like go hiking and do nature things and like i think there's so many different like. For, for people when they're traveling like in their mind there's so many different things of like what that means to travel because like based mm. on their
0: personal interests yeah I've never understood like going somewhere and just staying in the hotel the whole time
1: oh no 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 yeah. definitely not. yeah I feel like myself I'm like a bit of a mixture of everything I'm like I'm happy to do a little bit of historical stuff but then I also like love meeting people and then I'm like want to do like the naturey things but then I also want to land the beach and I want to like mm. do the eat the I love eating food when
0: I travel food's like oh, probably my favorite oh that's such a thing. big one like The food overseas is so good. Yeah, honestly. Like, Australia's got good food, but it's not, like, Asian food. Like, go to Asia. So good. Even America. Like, America gets a bad rap, but in New York I had amazing food. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I think there's, like, so many different things that, like, the reasons that
1: people travel. So, yeah. I don't know. I think it's, like, nice. Like, everyone, like, you know, can do their travel and have different vibes of what they're after from traveling, you know?
0: Yeah, there's only so much you can learn from the internet. Like, going to another place and experiencing it is, yeah. like, awesome to see, like, different values mm. and different ways of doing things. Like, you know, their customs and cultures. Yeah. and
1: I think experiencing, like, different parts of the world is, like, yeah really important.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. That's what I would like to do. Um, Yeah, I don't understand, like, I don't know, travelling just to go party as well. Neither, God. I don't. Like, oh, I would just get drunk here. Yeah. Why do you need to go to another country? I feel like I'm sounding so judgy, but, like, yeah. those boats and stuff that just, like, you just drink on the boat. Yeah, like, so But you're, like, like in Turkey, but I'm, like, go, or Croatia, like, go, yeah. and, like, look at all the architecture. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I
1: guess that's, the, that's just the thing. Each each to their own about what they want to do when they're traveling. But, um, yeah, I personally
0: probably would not do that. But. <laughs> no, I would just be so – because when I'm hungover, I'm miserable. And, like, being away from home would make me anxious. So I would be, like, hungover, miserable, anxious. It would just be a recipe for disaster. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it's true. Like, you know, learn about yourself. Like, I, like, have, like, literally no resilience. So I think if I did something, like, sometimes I imagine if I just, like, went backpacking, like, I would build up my resilience, yeah. which is probably good. But it would be after I, like, have a full breakdown. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. I and mean, is it annoying that, like, to learn things in life you have to, like, fucking suffer? up? <laughs> Literally, God, well, that's I mean, like it's our like breakup a... episode.
0: Yeah, it sucks for you. Yeah, learn things.
1: Yeah, um, I guess like in terms of like how people can prioritize traveling in their twenties, any thoughts, tips on that, Rach?
0: Yeah, I mean, I just sort of thought of it from the perspective of being like a corporate girly. Mm. So, you know, you have like four weeks of leave um, per year. Mm. And at least in my case, I've got to take, like, 10 days off over Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got to see my family over Christmas. Otherwise, I'm a bad daughter. So you have, like, two and a bit weeks, <laughs> yeah. which is not a lot. Well,
1: I think that's the difference, right, is, like, mo- majority of people, I'd say, would have, on average, four weeks of leave a year. And yeah. if you don't live in the same place, I feel like if you live in the same place as your family, I think you're so lucky because you can just see them all year round and then you, mm. can, use just, you, you can use your entire four weeks to travel. Yeah. But as people who have family interstate, it's like, oh, I can, okay, cool, I can use two weeks to travel and then I have to use the other two weeks to see my family, which
0: obviously I want to see my family.
1: I just think it's bullshit we're only gonna get four weeks of holiday.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they've got like the nicer house and everything, so you got to go to them for Christmas and, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you got like two weeks. I mean you can take unpaid leave. I did that for Japan, I had to take unpaid leave. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do that for those like big stints, like six weeks. Like You definitely can, but obviously
1: there's like then you have to like prepare financially for that. Um if you have like a mortgage or rent to pay or whatever,
0: while you're over there yeah. still. Yeah, or if you've I think you can do it if you've got like a you've been in there for a while, got like a good relationship with your work, you yeah. can be like I know my work offers like a career break. which is where you can take, like, a long – I couldn't see – I was reading it today. There was no time period, but it was basically you could take a long period of unpaid leave and come back to your job. So you could take, like, maybe, like, three or four months and then still come back to the job. Mm,
1: That's so cool. Because a lot of places would
0: just be like, nah, we're not going – you can't go for four months because we'll have to replace you and it's not worth it.
1: a lot of workplaces would be, like, a bit more flexible now because I think it is a bit – maybe more of a thing for people to, like, you know, after a couple of years working, someone I want to take longer mm. than a four-week break. I yeah. definitely know a lot of people who do that. Like, they're like, oh, I'm going on a two-year, not two-year, two-month like month sailing trip with my dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, or going to Europe because it's so big. Yeah. There's no point going for, like, a week.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess also in terms of that, so, like, obviously travelling is expensive, so it can be hard to prioritise it if you don't have the funds for it because, yeah, it's a very expensive thing to do. Um, So... What I'm doing right now, um, because obviously I'm doing a big trip next year, is um, I am putting a set aside of money, a set amount of money aside each week, into a like set up savings account thing. It's with ARP where you can like create like a saver and so you can like set like goal and then like it so like fills up with coins as you add money which I think is really fun because it's like targeted young people so it's really cool and you like name your saver and then like you can like share a little emoji
0: yeah it's really fun I've got them
1: yeah it's really it's really handy um and then Nelson and I have a shared one for Europe so we both put a set aside of money in there every week and then you can like it tells you like when you'll reach your goal so like our We'll we'll reach our like our savings goal at the end of February, which is great because that's my plan on leaving. Um, and then you can like see like how what how far you are through. Like it tells you a percentage. So like I think things like that. Um, figure I think yeah if you have a trip in mind that you want to do a traveling trip, I think it's good to be like all right, figure out how much you need approximately. I'd say add on a little bit more, obviously just in case, on top of that, and then set up a savings account and be like all right, how long do I have between now and my trip? Divide the amount you want to save by that number and then you can figure out how much you need to put aside every week. Do you want to say how much you've saved or is that too personal? Um, well, I'm, put- we're putting- I'm putting away $300 every week and so is Nelson. So we're saving $600 every week. What's the goal though? Uh, say? Yeah, I can say um, we're, sa- we're trying to save up $25,000 total. Damn. S- and that's us. for... So that is for travel for three months plus money to settle down when we
0: move to Portugal. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, just if anyone's interested in do yes, indication I don't know how of we, how much you need. Yeah, I
1: don't know how we came up with that number. I think it was based on, like, how much I spent when I was overseas in my gap year. But obviously, things are way more expensive compared to then. And then also, I was like, well, we're going to be in Asia for the first six weeks, which is cheaper. Yeah. So, it's, it was just kind of an approximate number. Hopefully, we'll be fine. Um, ho- yeah, hopefully, that's enough. But, like, that is a lot of money. Um, so like, you know, we have, we do have like $600 a week is a lot to put aside. Obviously that's between two of us. Mm. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's what we're doing to save. I think, I can't remember how we figured out that number, but that's what we've decided on. So fingers crossed it's enough. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it will be.
1: But obviously that's not like a normal, like we are going on a, a three month traveling trip and then moving to europe so like mm-hmm. i would say that no, you don't need that amount of money if you just want to go on like yeah a trip that is shorter than that obviously
0: yeah i'd written down like to budget about 100 to 200 a day i feel like i've seen that on like multiple travel websites oh, for when you're traveling yeah yeah i think we oh did we ever look at how much we spent i budgeted 100 a day. And i think i spent less than that yeah yeah, I
1: think while we were there, I think maybe spent around – actually, we didn't actually look at this. We should look at it. But, um, like, yeah, maybe around mm-hmm. like for five days, like around $500. We got a lot of cash out, so it's kind of hard to yeah. tell. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I'd say approximately $100 a day, but obviously that depends. Like if you're staying in a more expensive hotel, that'll be a lot. Oh, yeah, I meant like when you're there. Oh, yeah, I didn't even like, think about hotels. minus accommodation. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. like what, your money to cover food yeah. and like um – um. Like, nick, what's the word for So you Are you, like... Souvenirs? Souvenirs! <laughs> Come on, I said a complete mental blank. Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, Um. obviously, it depends on what kind of holiday you're having. Because, like, obviously, we were having a five-day holiday where we were just like, oh, we're going to go get nice food and get massages and rah-rah-rah. But when, like, you're backpacking, I think you're definitely more frugal like when i was backpacking in my gap year we were definitely very frugal like eating out of supermarkets most days mm. getting like two slices of pizza for dinner like
0: yeah okay
1: that kind of thing like been very very cheap like we would very rarely go out for like a nice meal not very rarely but like not mm. every day yeah um and then like staying in the cheapest hostel we could find and things like that so i think it like depends on yeah, once again, like what type of traveling you're doing? Like, are we going to be frugal or are we just going for like a five day, nice, relaxed, like treat ourselves trip, you know?
0: Yeah, I think you need to talk about that with people as well if you're going with other people. Oh, like, definitely. what are your expectations? Because mm-hmm. we were on the same page of like, mm. we wanted to not be cheap. Yeah. We but were... Bali was cheap anyway. Bali is a
1: cheap place anyway. That's the thing. I think it's like, like when compared you're... to how we live in Melbourne, because yeah. we
0: both go out for dinner like fairly frequently, I'd yeah. say. So, Bali going out for dinner every night was like fine
1: yeah exactly yeah so but yeah i think the budgeting thing can be definitely a tricky part of traveling so there's also like so many resources out there online like websites and articles and Mm. stuff about budgeting how much to budget like you can look up for a certain place be like how much on average do people spend in this place when they're traveling or whatever and i'd say that probably would skew a bit higher but um like because i yeah, depending on like obviously what your budget is, but yeah, I think there's like so much out there you can like look into. But yeah,
0: or how many like souvenirs you're gonna buy? Because <laughs> I didn't buy much in Bali, but nah. in Japan I spent so much money yeah. on souvenirs because <laughs> <laughs> Japan is the land of stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, a couple of little travel tips from me for people who are maybe thinking about traveling, if you, like, maybe haven't done travel in a while or you haven't traveled at all before maybe. Um, just, like, these are just some just some logistical tips from me um, is check visa requirements before you go. I feel like people can forget about that. Mm. Um, just double-checking that. Um, remember to bring an adapter of whatever country you're going to so you can actually charge your things. Um, get travel insurance. I think that's super important. Obviously, like just in case something goes wrong because um, it can be expensive otherwise. Um, I think if you're like wanting to travel, but like you don't really have anyone to travel with or like you don't know yet anyone to travel with or maybe you just think you do want to go on your own. I think it can be really fun to like find a tour to do. Like if, if you are wanting to like, meet people and you're like, oh, I really want to go traveling, but no one wants to come with me. Just find a tour. I think that could be like really fun. Like it doesn't have to be like a Kantichi or like a party tour. Like there's definitely like yeah, tours that is like huge... top deck or
0: Yeah, but there's like so many tour companies out there. Like also, huge it's overwhelming tours. to plan something if you don't know like, like if you just like plonk down a random country. Like how yeah, do you know what to do? Exactly. Because when I went to New Zealand at the start of the year, I was planning on going
1: with a couple of friends but then they couldn't end up going. And then I was like, you know what? I'm still just gonna go on my own and like I had some family over there but then I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna do like a tour trip because i think that'd be really fun just go on a tour and then i can like yeah see the things i want to see but have some company because I think, was, like, obviously there's nothing wrong traveling by yourself, but it is nice to, like, meet other people. I think it's so um, hard to,
0: yeah, just navigate and yeah exactly. figure out public transport. If you've got to the tour, then you're on the bus right? Yeah, or... exactly.
1: So I was going to do that, but then I had another friend who was like, oh, I'll come. And then we ended up going together and it was mm. really great. But I was, like, willing to do that because I was like, oh, that's, like, a fun, different thing to do. So yeah. I'd say if you want to go somewhere and, like, you don't have someone to go with or you want to do a solo trip, but you're like, oh, I want some people. I'd say look into, or, like, a tour. It's fun. Um, I'd say as well, based on our Bali experience, look at, keep an eye out for deals. If you are just wanting to mm. do like a week in a nice place somewhere, like in a resort or a nice hotel or something, like look on those Jetstar deals, the combo of like flights and Yeah, they were so cheap. We got a really good deal. Um, like so that's I'm sure they do happen. it for other countries Oh yeah, well. they do. Yeah, he has heaps. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'd keep an eye out for those. Um, I'd say like plan in advance, um, cause like, you know, book it a deep, not, not like a not ages in advance, but like book it's it. Cheaper, in. It's cheaper, cheaper to book yeah, in advance rather than like yeah. a couple weeks um, earlier. Um, and then I think like when you're there, like give yourself the opportunity to like be spontaneous and like do things that maybe aren't on like your list of things to do, and be like, oh okay, like uh we weren't we weren't planning on like um going to this water park, but let's go to a water park. Hell hell yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's just a couple little tips for me.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a fine line of like having a rough itinerary and still leaving room for like exploring.
1: Definitely, because I know people mm. who like have Excel spreadsheets and like they have their oh, trips plan down to the that. hour.
0: Yeah, my dad did that. He's very proud of his. But surely, like, it doesn't go to plan. No, yeah, it went to plan. Really? Yep. Oh my God. Yep, they were doing their activities. Damn. I just feel like I would never stick, like, to –
1: I feel like when I go traveling, like, often it'll be like, okay, like, while I'm in this place, I want to do this, this, and this. And then always, like, you just always run out of time to do everything you want to do in a place.
0: I think it's because there was so much to do. They had to, like, cut down and be intentional about, like, oh, we only have three days in this location and there's, like, ten things we want to do so we can do, you know, something in the morning, something in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Them. Yeah. Yes. People do that. <laughs> um. Any more travel tips for our fans, Rach? Uh, not really. I mean, yeah, the adapter's is a good one. I don't know. Be rich and fly first class, <laughs> which is what I would love to do. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, traveling is fun and
1: go and do it if you want to. Obviously, you don't have to if that's not your thing, but
0: I don't know. It's fun. Yes. You don't have to Go backpacking and you don't oh, have to no. stay at fancy hotels. You do them.
1: whatever your heart desires. Yes. Whatever style of travel you want to do. Whatever floats your boat. Well, I think as well, like maybe, like, I feel like a lot of people don't know what style of travel they like until you try it. So I feel like that's what I did when I was in mm. Europe. We were just like doing like a bunch of different versions. We were like doing some chill time and we did some history stuff and we did some outdoorsy stuff and we did some party stuff and <laughs> just tried yeah. it all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. anyway. That's a lot of travel tips for you. All right. And wrapping up this week's episode with our recommendations of the week to distract from our quarter life crisis.
0: Rage, what you got this week? Well, yeah, it's been, as we said, it's been a while. So we have many recommendations. Yeah. Book wrecks from Bali. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was nice to just do a bit of reading. Um, I have a book, a TV show, and a documentary. So my book to recommend is called None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. It was the Shameless Book Club book, like, last month, so it's not really a revolutionary niche recommendation. Um, But, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. It was, like, a mystery crime book, but not, like, gory. Wasn't it about a podcast? Yeah. I really want to read this. Yeah, yeah. I read it on my phone. It's on my list. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, like the deepest book I've read but I just read it really quickly like I enjoyed the plot yeah it was like about a woman who hosts a podcast and she meets this other woman who's like I have a story for your podcast and sort of their relationship and there's some weird shit that happens Mm. and yeah like I don't like like murder mysteries like stuff like that Um, I don't like when I can guess the ending um, because that's kind of what I do and I don't like gore as well I don't like violence Mm. but this wasn't that like it seems like it would be like a murder mystery, but it's not. Mm, um, okay, I'm very hindering. Yeah. Uh documentary I watched was the Wiggles documentary. So good. It's on oh, Amazon. I really want to watch this as well. Yeah. So like we're like the perfect age like the Wiggles. Um yeah, like I like literally watch them all the time. Like yeah. I saw them at the Hawthorne Town Hall. You
1: met old mate at Yaya's one time. I did. Great Murray. Murray. I
0: did meet Murray at Yaya's. Oh my god, how fun. I mean, I just went up to him and I was like, "Ah, oh, you're
1: yeah, Murray. So but I've
0: only cool. loved that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was about their, like, becoming a band and, like, touring and stuff. I mean, it's kind of crazy. They were, like, had a really intense schedule. Like, they literally had, like, a rock star schedule of, like, touring for a year straight, not seeing their families. Mm. It was kind of funny. It was, like... <laughs> It seemed, if you read between the lines, that Anthony, the blue wiggle, was a bit of like a control freak and like a oh. bit of a, wanted them to like work as hard as they can for their craft and Damn. like a creative mastermind, but everyone's probably like, you're a dickhead. Oh. But yeah. So that was kind of funny. Is it his daughter <laughs> a wiggle now? Yeah. Nepo wiggle. Yes. So all the other ones have left, but Anthony's still there. But no, it was good. Loved it. Damn. Yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to watch that tonight, honestly. Yeah, do it. Yeah. It's fun. Very, yeah, you know, nostalgic mashed potato, hot potato, mashed banana, cold spaghetti. Uh, Yeah. Um, And I'm also watching The Real Housewives of Sydney. And I'm mainly recommending this because I want to talk about it. And I don't know who's watching it. It's on binge. But it's got like a very silly plot line of one woman is a vet and who's really into animal conservation and another woman is a fashion designer who uses real fur. So oh. they were butting heads a fair bit. This just kind of ridiculous. Okay, well, I do love some Real Housewives. Yeah, and because it's Sydney, it's like, ah, oh, I know Sydney. Yeah,
1: no, I feel like I watch Real Housewives in Melbourne for that reason.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. love it. How are your recs?
1: Um, I am going to recommend watching Selling Sunset season seven. I am a big fan of Selling Sunsets as a TV show. It's the real the reality show about real estate agents in LA. Um, and there's, like, some spinoff shows as well in other areas of America. But I really rate it. The drama is so silly and it's just easy to watch. And I don't know. I'm invested in the characters. And their fashion is, like, wild. <laughs> One of them rocked out with, like, a basketball as, like, a bag, like, wrapped in, like, this chain thing. Aww. She was, like, but it wasn't a bag. It was just a basketball wrapped in a chain. But, like, she was acting yeah. like it was a bag. And it was very funny. So that will be my recommendation. It just If you want, like, an easy, frivolous show to watch. Um, and then I would recommend reading Romantic Comedy by Curtis. Sittenfeld, I think her name is. Um, I read that while I was in Bali, smashed through it. Really, really good book. Um, it's about a writer for what is – it's SNL, but obviously they don't call it SNL in the, in the book. Um, and, like, the behind the scenes of that, which I really am, like, I'm fascinated with the behind the scenes of anything, especially, like, shows and movies and books and everything like that. So it was really out my alley and I really enjoyed it. And it's, like, got a bit of a love story, you know. Well, it's <laughs> obviously called romantic comedy, so you'd fucking hope so. <laughs> um, and then my other one is I read this – I was reading this before we went to Bali and I literally set up until 2am the night before our really early flight to Bali to finish it. Cause I was like, I don't want to bring this big book to Bali with me. Cause I'll finish it like on the plane, but it wasn't my book. So I couldn't like leave it over there. I'd borrowed it from a friend. So I stayed up so late. We went to a party the night before we went to Bali and then I got home from the party and then sat awake for hours just finishing this book. Cause it was so good. So it's Force of Nature by Jane Harper. So it's this series that's like the dry, which I think is a very well-known book. And it's been made into a TV show, I think. Yeah. Um, And then it's Force of Nature and then Exiles, which I also think I I have recommended on the podcast. So I'm just loving the series. And then I have to read The Dry still. That's the last one I've got left to read, which is the most popular one. Are they like a series? Like, do you have to read them in order? No, I did not read in order. Exiles is like the third one, and then Force of Nature is the first one, and then The Dry is the second one. So I'm like, oh, okay. So they're not like Trilogy. No, no, there's right. just, like, one character that, like, carries across, like, the detective guy. Um, yep. But that's the only, like, common factor. Um, yeah, so I it's just really well written. It's an Australian author based in Australia. So, like, you're like, oh, it's, like, the Grampians. That's cool. Really? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, just really well written. I really liked it. Like, a really easy read. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's my record of the week. Cool. Anyway. That's I think that's all we got for the this week. Um sorry it's been a while since we've been in your ears, but hopefully we'll get back into more of a routine now. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land of which we have recorded this podcast on today, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We want to pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that this always was and it always will be Aboriginal land. Sovereignty was never ceded.